Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. For some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it is a chance to build on last year's success. And for Chiefs fans, it's the day you don't pick in the first round. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. Turning $1 into $100 in free bets is simple. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall. Think you know how your team is going to do in this year's draft? Put your money where your mouth is and bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook. There are a number of ways to take action on the draft, so head to the app now to see what DraftKings Sportsbook is offering for Thursday night's main event. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a QB is selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget to use code DNVR during sign-up, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, winnings paid out, in free bets, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Ready when you are. Oh, really, Will? <laughs> Welcome to that's good sports Broncos podcast. That's good Broncos podcast. Gotcha. Today's episode brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up to take advantage of DraftKings can't miss offers. Also, my coffee company Benchwarmer Brew shirts coming soon. Will and they're they're beautiful they're really some a glorious design someone just reached out and made the design and said here take it samuel on twitter just made this for me talented talented guy i love the shirt can't wait to get my own you guys should should probably do that too yeah we're doing a just a couple little tweaks and once I, I get it, can get another one ordered, I'll just order one in your size instead of a child small that right. I currently. I'm a child's wear. medium. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, uh, I thought we were going to be stretching out our Denver Broncos draft content today. Like, I was thinking about going back and uh, talking about some of the draft picks I was wrong about, kind of being a little more thorough with who the Broncos should target at what positions. But then a gift from the gods was dropped in our laps. And the Broncos traded for quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, gave up jack shit to get him, got the Panthers to pay for him, and I don't even like the deal. I think it's a great deal. Doesn't mean I have to like it, which is what I kind of tried to explain on today's video about the trade. Um, But the Broncos got better at the quarterback position, and now we will get... Our thoughts, talk about what this means for the Broncos, for the draft tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel about the trade, Will? I think on paper, very good deal. Very good deal. Uh, Anytime you can get a quarterback, send over just a six-round pick, and make Carolina pay for it, good move. Good move. And it's worth noting, too, that Teddy – kind of instigated the trade a little bit himself. He wanted to go to Denver. I don't blame him. That's a place where he can compete for the starting job with a, you know, a really good offense in place around the quarterback. So to do that, he took a pay cut. Uh, I think he was sitting around like 20 million this year. Uh, He's only going to be paid 11 and a half million in 2021. So the Broncos are going to pay $3 million and the Panthers are going to pay about the rest. I think there's there's some confusion uh, as far as the like remaining $1.5 million. I really don't know how that works. Not a math guy, but the point is the Panthers are really paying for this. So a six-round pick, when you think about it, it's just – it's nothing. And spending a six-round pick – and $3 million to improve your quarterback room. That's, uh, that's a great move. That's a great move in my opinion. And we're going to talk about it, but I don't think this changes very much of what's going to happen tomorrow. Interesting. I mean, I think it changes how the Broncos will approach the draft in that before this move, they might've been willing to give up, a little bit more if they wanted to move up for a quarterback. And now they probably won't feel like they have to do anything. Right. (laughs) So it buys them a little bit of security. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing to me. It feels like they cut off their own balls to spite their face. Wait, as the, as the saying goes, as the saying goes, uh, obviously I am heartbroken because This almost guarantees that Gardner Minshew is no longer a possibility for the Broncos. And we've talked about it here dozens of times. And I stand by my quarterback philosophy of, I don't believe a veteran in the locker room or the QB rooms, a huge deal. Uh, Especially when you could just take a guy very similar in, in playing style, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater, Safe QBs don't take a lot of risks. And the one thing you don't know about Gardner Minshew is how good he could be. Uh, 
You don't know how high those wings on the back of his head could carry him. And you kind of have a read on, on who Teddy Bridgewater is. That said, Bridgewater with a good Saints team, very good. And I like Teddy Bridgewater. It's, <clears throat> it's bittersweet because if this would have happened when the Broncos took Joe Flacco, I would have been thrilled. Uh, but maybe because we've been through it before with Case Keenum, we've been through it before with Joe Flacco, and now we have Teddy Bridgewater. It feels to me like the Broncos are not going to walk away from the draft with a quarterback. They're going to be comfortable with Bridgewater and Drew Lock competing. And then Teddy's going to beat out Drew Lock. The Broncos are going to win just enough games to miss the playoffs barely, but be in contention. And we're going to have the same damn conversation next offseason. That's my fear. That's my worst case scenario. Best case scenario, Teddy gets him into the playoffs. Best, best case scenario, Drew Lock beats out Teddy Bridgewater, plays really, really good. Better best case scenario, the Broncos still trade up. They get their guy, Trey Lance, Justin Fields. I don't care. They trade Drew Locke, and then Teddy Bridgewater is the bridge to one of the two QBs they like in this draft. Yeah, he really was born for the bridge role. <laughs> yeah. that It's his destiny. He's kind of like Tyrod Taylor in, in that case, although history shows that when you get Tyrod Taylor on your team – the future of the quarterback position is coming right behind him. Yeah. And when I will you get say Teddy Bridgewater, you're going to eventually trade for Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It happened in the jets and in Carolina that spells, uh, spells the exit for Teddy. <clears throat> the difference to me between Keenum and Flacco is when you get case Keenum, the intention is he's going to be the day one starter. True. When you get Joe Flacco and it was before the draft, but you acquire Flacco in March, April, I think early April. And the intention there is that, yeah, you might get Drew Locke. You're not going to um, you push the envelope as far as a trade to go up and get him. But at the same time, you know Flacco is going to start week one. I don't think, you know, Bridgewater might start week one, but they're not handing him the keys or anything. They're not, you know. Yeah, uh, no one's going to roll over to give him the job. It's not expected. If he does start week one, I think it's because uh, he's, you know, he's playing really well and picking up the offense. And, and that's a, obviously a very good thing. They're not handing him the keys. He's going to have to break that lock. I'll take a victory lap. Ooh. All right. <laughs> That's why people subscribe to this bullshit. Jesus Christ. Um, I will say in Teddy's defense, because he did not have a very good season last year. And he was, uh, he was not very good at the end of games. That's a big reason why they dumped him. I think he was two and seven in one score games, something like that. He also played most of the season without Christian McCaffrey who is kind of the engine for the Panthers offense that you can't really understate how big of an impact uh, that has on the Panthers. The, the entire offense is designed around Christian McCaffrey. And I know Mike Davis had a nice little season filling in, but uh, you lose the heart and soul of the, of the whole team really without McCaffrey. And they acquired Bridgewater, I think because he is so good 
in the short passing game. Um, and they thought he would be efficient getting the ball to Christian McCaffrey in space, getting him yak, hitting him in the red zone, stuff like that. So he didn't really have the opportunity. Uh, that said, I think he enters an even better offensive situation when you go from DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel. I don't know who their tight end was. Was it Ian Thomas, someone like that? I think that that says all you really need to know when you can't even think of their tight end. But you go from that, and that's a good, you know, uh, three deep wide receiver core to Cortland Sutton coming back, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, KJ Hamler, maybe Deshaun, Deshaun Hamilton, Noah Fant, Albert O, you know, that's as good as it gets, I think. Yeah, he'll have more weapons for in Denver and I think a better defense this year. Last year, the Broncos gave up more points per game than Carolina, but a lot of that kind of came after the injuries really sort of affected the Broncos defense. But Carolina's defense, I think it was the youngest defense in the league last year, second youngest. So Teddy also didn't have the advantage of getting like extra opportunities uh, from a lot of turnovers or other things like that, that maybe this Broncos defense can provide him. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's like you look at last season with Teddy in Carolina. Wasn't great. There was some decent moments, but compared to what he was doing in New Orleans, like it just didn't seem like it was the right fit. So you have these two like these two samples that are kind of tainted. One Carolina or uh, New Orleans, it's short. It's just a five-game stretch, and he did enough to win all five of those games. Yeah, wasn't lighting it up during those games, but was like nine and two touchdown interception ratio. It, it was like was, uh, sorry to interrupt, but it was like in 1998 when John Elway gets hurt and Bubby Brister goes undefeated. Yeah. <clears throat> So it's like if you throw Teddy on a good team, which we think the Broncos have, then does he kind of repeat what we saw in, in New Orleans? And that's basically what we've said. You just need Drew Locke to limit the the turn. You take less of the explosive plays if he was just better with, you know, the ball. And you'll get that with Teddy. But unlike – all right, so Joe Flacco, they you know, they brought him in. And it didn't work out. And then the Broncos paid to get rid of him. Rid of him. And that's exactly right. what the Panthers are doing with, with Teddy. <laughs> so uh, it's nice that the Broncos are on the correct side of that deal, uh, if it works out. Uh, he is a great backup quarterback to have. Maybe the best. I mean, depending on what happens with Jimmy Garoppolo and Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I think – Yeah, and I would have rather had both of those guys over Teddy because I think – if they are a starter, Jimmy G, I think you have a better starter. Gardner Minshew, you possibly have a better starter. But you're saying you don't think this is going to affect what the Broncos do in tomorrow's draft. I don't think so. It shouldn't. Well, why don't you tell me what you think they're going to do after this message? from DraftKings Sportsbook. For some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it's a chance to build on last year's success. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing excitement to you. What about the teams that don't even pick in the first round, though? 
Oh, man, I feel sorry for those fan bases. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding the thrill of the draft, adding to the thrill of the draft, with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. Turning $1 into $100 in free bets is simple. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you'll be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a QB is selected first overall. So only the Jaguars can mess this up for everyone. Think you know your team? Think you know what your team's going to do in this year's draft? Well, Will's going to tell us what he thinks the Broncos are going to do. But you can put your money where your mouth is and bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a QB is selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget to use code DNVR during your sign-up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply to DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 all right william if that is your real name what do the broncos do tomorrow now that they have teddy that they wouldn't that they would have done without teddy so i think the best case scenario for this teddy bridgewater trade is he's a jeff driscoll upgrade yeah big time <laughs> Which obviously he is. And if that's the purpose of the move, then it's an excellent trade. Like it's totally worth a six rounder because uh, we saw, you know, three games last year started by backups, by backup quarterbacks, Driscoll Rippin and uh, Kendall Hinton. Yeah. If you put Teddy Bridgewater in that game against the Saints, you know, the Broncos probably win, I think. Yeah. And, and it's fair to say Terry right. Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Kendall Hinton. We'll I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to take, you know, to go out on a limb and say that. That's just me, though. So, you know, uh, put on some sunglasses and deal with the heat of that take. Uh, <laughs> I think they should still move up if they want a quarterback, especially because you have the goddamn New England Patriots – lurking lurking around trying to wheel and deal lurking they're a wild card because they they're not in this situation very often and i think it makes them uncomfortable and they're disgusted by the fact that they're not picking in at least the 20s and they're going to overreact a little bit like they did in free agency like exactly like they did in free agency bill belichick is sensing his football mortality and it doesn't feel good anyway I think you got to move up to at least six, maybe four, maybe four. I think the move is to move up to six though, because if the Falcons were going to sell the number four overall pick and not take Kyle Pitts or a quarterback, why wouldn't they have made the trade already? Yeah. It seems like that deal would be happening today or I guess tomorrow morning at the latest, but as early as the 49ers got their deal done, you'd think Atlanta would want to know where they were going to be picking tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I think the longer, yeah, the longer it goes on, I, because 
the Falcons would make a trade with the Patriots. The Dolphins will not make a trade with the Patriots, in my opinion. Uh, if I were the Falcons, I would not make a trade with the Patriots because they humiliated you five years ago, and I would never forget yeah. that and hold that grudge forever, obviously. Obviously. As you should. Never let go of the past. Um, but the Broncos do have that distinct advantage because they can move up to six. The Patriots can move up to seven or eight. That makes sense for them. Uh, they also have the ninth pick versus the 15th pick. And I know we've talked about it, but the point being, yeah, Bridgewater gives you a little flexibility and you can say, yeah, we don't need to make a trade for a quarterback. But the reality is if you don't, if you're not sure about your quarterback, then yes, you do have to, you know, you do have to move up for a quarterback and you can't leave it to chance. And it feels like the Bridgewater acquisition gives them an excuse to sit at nine and kind of let the draft come to them. And I don't think that's how you should handle it when you're in the market for a QB, which it seems like they are. Yeah, it'll be, it'll, I'll be very curious to see what they do tomorrow. I went a little nuts in my video today, but I also said like, I'll have a full reaction to this when I know what the Broncos have done in the draft. Because if you bring right. in Teddy, it means you're not sold on Drew Locke, right? Like you can bring in a handful of guys to be serviceable backups, like that you don't have to give up even a six rounder for. It. Right. So you bring in Teddy, it means they're not sold on Locke. If they're not sold on Locke, it means they will still be interested in a quarterback in this draft. Um, but it doesn't mean they will necessarily take a QB in this draft. And like you said, they could sit at nine, but yeah, the dolphins are somebody they would trade with at six. The dolphins want to stay in the top 12 if they do a trade. So even if the, they were thinking about trading with the Patriots based on those numbers that I have seen on the Twitter sphere, they're not going to do it. Um, and it all, like if Atlanta takes a quarterback, then it kind of it changes i think the landscape well i guess yeah, i guess six would st if they take trey lance and the broncos are interested in lance which it feels like they would be with bridgewater they might not move up to six with the dolphins to take justin fields right and then maybe the patriots are trading with the lions or even the panthers to jump the Broncos to get fields. But if the, if the yeah. Falcons don't take a quarterback and Lance and fields are still available, assuming the 49ers go with Mac Jones, then yeah, I feel like the Broncos have to make that move up to six uh, with the dolphins. If they're indeed in on one of these guys and it feels like they should be, I watched the Broncos like um, behind the scenes draft video where they had to like blur out all of their, <laughs> their TVs. It's like, why even do this shot? If it's 90% yeah, yeah. television, you're going to blur it out. Anyway. Pixelated Dukaki draft yeah. board. They were talking, uh, at least in one part, they were talking about quarterbacks in the draft. So, you know, they're thinking about it. Like we all assume they're thinking about it, but to see them they had actually bleep talking out when about they it. said Kellen Mond at nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, it could be a guy they just take later, which would be like, I would be fine with that too. Like even a guy like Kellen Mond, Bridgewater makes sense uh, again, because you're looking at guys kind of that you want just a little time to develop. Uh, Peter Schrager brought up a good point though about Trey Lance, because the idea is 
he's raw. You want him to sit behind, you know, somebody. But Schrager's like, he played one game last year. Uh, so he'll yeah. have gone another year without playing. Like, is that actually a good thing for, for a guy like Trey? Like, if you believe he's that good, maybe that idea of not playing him is actually kind of stupid when, like, just get him in there. Even if he is raw, like, you, he probably needs to be playing, um, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, if you have Trey Lance on your roster – he should be, he should be like in a red zone package, right? Yeah. He's such a good runner and he takes care of the ball in the red zone. And I don't know, he, he makes the defense uh, back up on its heels a little bit more than, than Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke. So, but yeah, that is a good point. You, <laughs> if you're a quarterback, I don't think going two full seasons, just about playing one game, is a very helpful thing. Even if you are getting reps in practice, that seems kind of, yeah, I'm just, whenever they say someone's going to sit for two years or even one year, that's just, it strikes me as such bullshit. And it's so disingenuous at this point because it really doesn't happen unless you have like an Alex Smith on the roster or uh, let's say Aaron Rodgers on the roster, in which case Jordan Love might, you know, sit on that bench for eternity. So if you get Trey Lance, like, I don't care how raw he is. And he's not that raw. He has a, he has a great throwing motion. Um, the only, and they just didn't play last year. Like yeah, if they played got, last like, year, nobody'd be saying that about him. Right. The only, the only thing that people think is raw about him is that he played against bad competition. That doesn't make, make you raw as a passer. Yeah. That makes the speed of the game, you know, a bigger jump, but guess, guess what? Like Carson Wentz did it. Carson Wentz played fine as a rookie, uh, should have been the MVP his second year in the league coming out of North Dakota State. I don't – Trey Lance was was uh, perfectly – he would have made a perfectly viable, like, SEC starter if those teams had scouted him. I, right. I can't remember why. I think, like, Minnesota wanted him to play wide receiver. Um, but he would have been fine. Like – there's going to be a jump. You don't need to start it. You don't need to sit them for a year. Uh, I don't believe that at all. Maybe a few games, but um, obviously if you go Justin Fields, I think he's probably the day one starter. And I was kind of hypothesizing as, as in uh, the Broncos are looking at fields because that's who I think the Patriots are interested in. If it's Lance, it's kind of a different matter and you might actually be able to wait at nine, but I don't know. Chris Sims also has Lance or Fields going at 32. So yeah, Chris Sims projected him to be Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. He's priority undrafted free agent, Justin Fields. Um, to conclude my long uh, rambling rant, no one knows. Nobody knows. It's <laughs> Nobody fun guessing knows. game. The guessing will be over tomorrow. Um and the, the, the one thing, like, people always cite Aaron Rodgers as benefiting from sitting, you know, for a couple of years behind Brett Favre. You know why that worked out? Because Aaron Rodgers is fucking Aaron Rodgers and is just an amazing quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if he if he had to start day one, he would have been fine. <laughs> I think he would have been, like, free, yeah. but he would have been fine. I uh, think he would still be Aaron Rodgers today. Yeah. He just yeah. like was able to hit the ground running. 
at uh you know in season four whatever of his career yeah 2008 season four um if anything i think it probably might have added some years on to the back end of his career just from not taking hits for three yeah. seasons but not uh not a lot of teams have brett Favre on the roster no and Aaron here's Rogers... a, i got a crazy take for you okay the, the 2007 Packers win the Super Bowl if they start Aaron Rodgers in like 2006. 2007 Packers. Yeah, the team that was like in that went to overtime against the Giants in the NFC Championship game. Oh. Remember Arv throws that pick? Oh. Hmm. If they just start Rodgers right away. That might be a Super Bowl team right there. Crazy. Then they would have played the Patriots, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the legend of Eli Manning never happens. Wow, that's a uh, that's a Dave Damashek. Uh Yeah, NFL. NFL. Yeah, that's a crazy domino effect. <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I mean, you could, you could do the same thing for the Chiefs in 2017. Like, what if... You know, Mahomes plays week 17 in Denver. What if they just start Mahomes for the playoffs? <laughs> it happens there. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, that's that. Like Mahomes, think about. Mahomes benefiting from sitting behind Alex Smith. Like, again, I don't know how much of that actually – like, he would have been fine probably if they just started Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, he would have figured things out. Like, you go – yeah, I don't know. It, anyway. It's, I saw one more take that was very hot. Very yeah, hot. It was a Colin Cowherd take on uh, Zach Wilson. Never mind. It was that he is 0-5 against uh, 10-win teams and that he played very poorly against him. Um, okay. So, so BYU time. is 0-5 against 10-win teams. Yeah, BYU. Not just Zach Wilson. Not just Zach Wilson. Just to clarify for for Colin, <laughs> uh, I will say it is going to be it's going to be weird because like if the Broncos draft Trey Lance, all of a sudden Colin Cowherd becomes our father-in-law. Basically, was he a big Trey Lance guy? No, no, no. His uh, daughter is dating Trey Lance. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah what what's her name um the uh, live coward live yeah. yeah she gets I follow the... her on instagram for about a year now I've, yeah i've seen her on twitter um yeah she gets brought into colin cowherd takes sometimes <laughs> mm-hmm. for no yeah. good reason um interesting i'll just say she 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 looks more like Colin Cowherd's ex-wife than uh, Colin Cowherd, which is a good thing. <laughs> so you're saying she's not ugly? Yes, correct. correct. So let's, let's just let's throw out the Broncos QB for right now. Let's say they got their guy. Let's say the quarterbacks like something crazy happens. All five of the big five are gone by five. Broncos okay. sitting at nine. You can take. Yeah a tackle like Rashawn Slater, maybe Um, you could take best corner available. 
which I think is a smart move, not necessarily for this season, but for 2022, because the Broncos got a lot of contracts drying up in the secondary. Mike Kliss said the Broncos would be interested in an edge rusher in Quiddy Pay. Um, you've got Miller in his last uh, contract year with the Broncos. Uh, so that's four. That's was that three or four? Uh, Tackle, count. three. Corner, edge, or Micah Parsons been mentioned with the Broncos. I think you could trade back and take another linebacker like Zayvon Collins. Uh, and have an extra pick to grab your corner, probably that falls as well. I don't know if mm-hmm. I would, I don't know if I'd take Micah Parsons at nine. Like, I don't think. I wouldn't either. After seeing kind of how Devin Bush played out for the Steelers, the guy that I wanted the Broncos to take, I'm not sure taking a linebacker right there is the best spot. And I say that knowing full well that uh, Devin White and Levante David really helped the the Buccaneers win a Super Bowl because. Yeah. Okay, but how did they help them win the Super Bowl because of their coverage ability? Coverage ability, but also their speed and run stopping ability. Yeah, well. That's true. And and Micah Parsons is really fast, but yeah, we don't know how he is. What uh, are his character concerns? I haven't really looked into it. Like it was did... like this kind of like bullying hazing thing oh. early on. It's kind of bizarre. And I think maybe some high school stuff. That worries me less than the fact that like nobody knows if he can cover because that's what you want, right? That's why you're taking a guy. If you're taking an inside linebacker at nine, then he better be able to do just about everything. And, you know, the most important thing is probably cover tight ends like Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. If I'm at nine, I would take Sertan. It'd be really funny because, yeah, like the Cowboys will probably take him. At 10? Yep. You can just take their guy a pick ahead of them. Question, though. Funny. If, if you pick right before the Cowboys, are you tr- you're taking the pick the Cowboys want. Is that a bad sign based on Baxton Lynch? No, I don't. Yes. In that situation, if it's a quarterback, then probably. Um, no, I like Sertain. I would take him. Yeah, I think the – I don't think the Cowboys are terrible drafters. I think they're pretty good at evaluating talent. Paxton Lynch one. Yeah, I'm sure Jerry's laying awake at night, still uh, losing sleep over Paxton Lynch like he did after the draft. Um, yeah, they, they made the right call there. Or they got lucky, I guess. They got outbid. <clears throat> they got outbid. Um, I Yeah, I would feel great about Sertan as a non-quarterback option. Uh, taking Quiddy Pay there, I think, is – too high. Too trade high. back and maybe take Quiddy. Yeah, if you trade back, that that feels a lot more palatable. Right. In my a trade back for Quiddy Pay, I'm good with. A trade back for Zayvon Collins, linebacker, I'm good with. A trade back for one of the other other corners, I'm fine with. Uh, the more I've learned about uh, Caleb Farley's injury, the less I want him. Uh, yeah, but he, at a certain point, he's a great value pick, right? At a certain point, but those those back surgeries for disc problems—that's yeah. really scary to me. And it's yeah, but okay, like, and I mean, just as a guy whose back goes out from time to time, <laughs> like, yeah, 
it's if it were a different if if it were a different injury, it would worry me less. Um, what was it? Okay, so I trade back for those guys if they take uh, a tackle say, at nine. Yeah, I want to say one thing about Farley really okay, quick. Okay, yeah, say it. And that's if he's there in the second round, I think it's an excellent pick because you don't have to play him in year one. That's yeah. the whole point of picking a cornerback is they can like they don't have to be on the field. If you take Sertan, he's going to be on the field because he's just good and he should be on the field. That's not like a draft and stash kind of thing. Sit him, let him learn. No, he's going to be ready to play. You take Farley, like he'll probably be healthy enough, but you don't have to like force him into day one action, which is you no know, always a good thing. Uh, as far as tackle, yeah, it's not exciting. Um, but tackles the least exciting, but if you believe in building your team in the trenches, as they say, like, yes, uh, <clears throat> you're going to need somebody to replace Jawan James because unless he has like a pro bowl year, I think the Broncos will move on from him. So get, if you're Agreed. at nine and you can get one of the two best tackles, and I think Rashawn Slater is that I, <laughs> it would be like a letdown in terms of, us being able to hype up the pick, mm-hmm. but it would be a solid pick. So I don't see any surprises out of those areas. Like, unless, I yeah. mean, like, what if fucking Jalen Waddle or somebody's sitting there at nine? The Broncos are a stack. He's going to be sitting there at nine. Yeah. Do you do it? Like, Cortland Sutton's coming back from a knee injury. Is he in the last year? He's This will be his fourth year or third year? This is going to be his fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. So this is last year on his deal. <laughs> like, um, I mean, there's a case to be made for it. Like, say Jamar Chase falls to nine. I don't think it's going to happen, but Waddle will probably be there at nine. Hmm. So that, you know, right. No, know. that's true. Devontae Smith, it have to be Jamar Chase, in which case, yeah, you probably could like either trade Sutton. Or just like let him walk after this year and let Chase take over because he's a physical receiver. You could, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't want to trade Judy, but he'd turn that into some good value. I don't know. You could trade Hamler. Who cares? You could do a lot of things. I like taking good players. Yeah. I, like I mean, that's the luxury players. of being fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get a good player. I don't know. I, I think at this point, the priority should be quarterback yeah what if it's mac jones you cool with mac jones at nine as long as they don't trade up i I don't think it's gonna happen but um no the more i watch mac jones and i'm not like i don't claim to be a tape grinder obviously yeah Um, fucking boring boring as hell shout out to all the guys who will watch tape because it sucks god (laughs) The things you could be watching all 22. You know what? I'll say what I want to say this one thing about tape, uh, guys who explain tape. You rewind and fast forward the same like four so seconds, much, way too many God times. Damn it, that's annoying. Like, I want somebody who gives us game film study that's done in like five minutes. Just give me like five minutes yeah. of it, like three great plays. I don't want to see it rewound and fast forward 400 fucking times two times why the play worked or why it didn't work or whatever the thing is tape grinders love to talk about that and a lot of people like it and i like watching it sometimes but 
like the best ones. I'm like, I don't got 40 minutes to learn about why uh, Carson Wentz is bad right now. You know what I mean? And that's the, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not singling out like Brett Coleman because I think nobody does it better than Brett Coleman. I want a condensed version for a fucking ADD person like me. Learn how to edit, I will say. Edit the tape, come up with your conclusions, and then do a voiceover. Don't be like, well, you can see here. All right, let's go back. You can see it kind of right. Let's go back again. Yeah. (laughs) I remember in high school football, we'd have to come in on Saturday mornings and lift weights for an hour and then watch tape for an hour. And watching tape, like it's football, but it's so like tedious that it feels like like I should be getting college credits or something for this. God, is it annoying to just hit the rewind button? Coaches, you got to just – yeah, no no more rewinding, exactly. Two rewinds, and then the rewind button stops yeah. working. <laughs> and then it becomes a self-destruct button. Yeah. <laughs> it just shocks you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think we solved it. And we say that as we put out 50-minute podcasts once a week where uh, the last 20 minutes we're probably just rambling about bullshit. Yeah, where we repeat ourselves every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Brett Coleman and whoever else does the big game review tapes. Yeah, yeah. Tim Jenkins and those guys. and you know. They all great. I just want the ADD version because I'm a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. Um, speaking of like you know, long form stuff. I don't know if we mentioned it, but we're, we're streaming the whole first round tomorrow night. We'll be live. Clickbait sports. will do a pregame draft show. And then Will and I are going to take over and go live during the draft. Hopefully the Broncos do something sexy so we can go crazy. And then we can put out Broncos fans react to the draft video. And we hit that million view video like Tom Grossi did last year. I just hope it's not because the Broncos uh, do something incredibly stupid like the Packers did. It's got to be something amazing or something really stupid for me to benefit personally. Yeah, yeah. Um, How long is not getting me a million views? No, definitely not. Um, How long was the first round last year? Well, like three and a half hours or some shit. Yeah. That'll be fun. Will's getting his second shot tomorrow, uh, so we'll see if he starts getting (laughs) the COVID sweats about two hours in. Uh, It's it's hit 90 degrees already in Sacramento, so I think I might be sweating regardless. So maybe uh, maybe some of the ladies will tune in for that. (laughs) Yeah, you want to see a bead of sweat come down my forehead? Tune in. Yeah, we're gonna have to like cook dinner beforehand and have it ready. I did Uber Eats last time, but. yeah, so you can't do that. Yeah, I'm ordering Indian food tonight. There's a, there's this Indian food place I order from. And I order food that it gives me dinner for like four or five straight nights because it's just like so much. So I'm ordering it tonight. So I have the Ooh. leftovers ready to eat Ooh. in between clickbait and the draft tomorrow. So yeah. be ready. We may be eating a little bit on camera. So Maybe. That, I'll I'll probably be uh, diving into the whiskey tomorrow night too. So oh maybe yeah that's a good idea. Wait till uh, pick twenty six comes along and I can no longer form a coherent sentence. Yeah yeah my dad was telling me about like 
So he watched the draft stream last year. And the way he remembers it, like by the end of it, we weren't even talking about the draft. And he also claims we were both like hammered, which oh, I don't really? think was the case. Yeah. Maybe it I looked like that, but, drunk, but I, maybe don't, we did. I don't think that was true. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, Bronco's got Teddy. I love Teddy. Teddy we'll B. See you tomorrow if I'll see you tomorrow if I love the the move. Great value. <laughs> Don't know if I like it. I'm an idiot. Good night. And for some, the draft is the most exciting day of the season. For others, it is a chance to build on last year's success. And for Chiefs fans, it's the day you don't pick in the first round. Whether your team has the first pick or the last, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing the excitement to you. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is adding the thrill of the draft with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is drafted first overall on Thursday night. Turning $1 into $100 in free bets is simple. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you will be eligible to win $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall. Think you know how your team is going to do in this year's draft? Put your money where your mouth is and bet on it with DraftKings Sportsbook. There are a number of ways to take action on the draft, so head to the app now to see what DraftKings Sportsbook is offering for Thursday night's main event. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a QB is selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget to use code DNVR during sign-up, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Got to be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, winnings paid out, in free bets, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.